0: Good evening.
1: Good evening, and good evening to Metro FM listeners. Are you well? You see, I've been
0: calling me. I don't know about you, but
1: this side I'm,
0: I'm well. Yes, like I'm I N My brother, you know uh,
2: yeah.
0: uh there's this, this, this matter, and it was raised by somebody last week, and I thought we should talk about it. Re- right. Repairing our cars at unregistered workshops, yeah. and, and something that you guys at the Ombud have been talking about. You've been telling us yeah. to be to be aware why it's a good idea to repair your car at workshops registered with you guys. Yes, sir. Is it a re- is it a is it a, a, a matter that is flagging a lot in your books, uh,
1: but, um You know, in in October 2014, the Ministry of Trade and Industry uh, accredited the South African Automotive Industry Code of Conduct. Now, in front of me, I'm looking at the at the vision and the mission of this particular South African Automotive Code of Conduct. Mm -hmm. And it reads as follows: It's very short the automotive industry of South Africa will at all times endeavor to comply with the content and the spirit of the Consumer Protection Act 68 of 2008 when supplying goods and services to consumers. Now, the automotive industry of South Africa will achieve its vision in three ways. By subscribing to this code of conduct, by providing goods and services that are safe at prices that are fair and reasonable, by publicly acknowledging the consumer's right to be heard, right to be informed, to have the right to safety, the right to choose, and the right to redress with regards to the South African Automotive Industry Code of Conduct.
0: Hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay. You know, uh, I mean, I, I, what do we do? I mean, I, 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 my car breaks up, and I'm, let me think of a trip. You know, let me think of yes. a trip down, going to the north, was going to Mafeking, and I, my car brakes up in Lechtenbeck on a Saturday yeah. afternoon. And, yeah. I, and I need help because I need to get home or at least to get to Mafeking where I'm going. How do I check that this workshop that, I, that somebody recommends, you know, is, is registered with you?
1: Rams, we, we, we have distributed, uh, let me start by saying, we have registered more than 12,500 uh, dealerships and workshops across the country. Mm. As I'm talking to you now, since the beginning of this month, we've been distributing other uh, door stickers to other dealerships that have just come on board. So, uh, every dealership that is registered with the Motor Industry Ombudsman, whether it's a workshop or a dealer or a part supplier or a special, we supply them with a door sticker with the Motor Industry Ombudsman of South Africa logo and our telephone numbers, and... Inside, there is a certificate to confirm the accreditation. And secondly, there is another act that comes into play, which is the Secondhand Good Act. That is supplied by the local South African, South African police station to make sure that those people who repair cars using used parts or people that are selling used vehicles do comply with the Secondhand Good Act. Mm. And the certificate is free, but it is actually supplied by South African police services to make sure that those dealerships or those workshops do not sell or use stolen goods.
0: Mm. Yes. Can anybody register as a workshop?
1: Yes. But, uh, the, the, the code refers to the service provider and the supplier of goods. Service providers uh, can be a workshop. Uh, can be a a a a, a panel beater, mm. can be an engineering shop. It is a must according to the code that every South African automotive industry player must register with the Motor Industry Ombudsman.
0: But my point is, I could get fired here. Hopefully not yes. Uh, yes. next week, and yeah. uh, go open a workshop somewhere in Dobsonville. Can I just yes. do that? And will I get will I get your registration?
1: look there are there are there are other legislations that, that 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 comes into play remember you got to register your business in terms of other legislations
2: mm-hmm. you got
1: to comply with with uh, uh, you know SARS or tax uh, uh, requirements mm-hmm. and one of the requirements that comes into play here is that you need to also uh, read the government gazette to check and see if you have if, if you are, fam- you are fam- familiarized yourself with some other acts like the South African o- o- Industry Automotive, Industry Code of Conduct, and the Consumer Protection Act. So yeah. when you open a workshop, there is a process. This is, this is not the only legislation that comes in. You so go and register with, with CIPRO. Uh, you go to also register with SARS, and then you can then register with us. You can still be associated with other associations such as RMI. You can still be associated with MIPCO.
0: And uh, if I'm not registered and Tabang brings his car to me and I mess him up, does he qualify for your protection as me also?
1: Look, the, 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 the application of the Consumer Protection Act says this act, the CPA, does not apply to any private transactions. Mm. So it is extremely important that uh, consumers must. Find out if this dealership is registered in terms of the applicable uh, legislations. One of them being, uh, you, you know, uh, CIPRO, have you registered your business? Do you have a, a tax uh, uh, requirement? Have you met all those requirements? So that you know that you are dealing with someone that is registered.
0: Okay, we're going to take a break. At least I can tell you that people are calling on time. Zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. Any motor vehicle issue that you have We'd like to deal with it on 89 It does not have to be about an unregistered workshop, although you already have the answer by now. You're on uh, Rams and Sense. Our consumer issue today is motor vehicles, and joining us is our resident guest and brother and friend, Lucius Budiwe, Head of Public Affairs, Motor Industry Ombuds of South Africa. Well, the calls are coming in, and I'm glad they are. I'm glad that we are understanding each other. Better to call early so that you don't miss out. We Melo. you are the very first caller that everybody is listening to you.
3: Good evening. How are you?
0: We good, thank you. We are well. We I'm
3: fine, thanks. Um, in 2017, my husband got me Mercedes Benz, and uh, ever since it has been giving us problems, and we've been taking it back to them, and they're telling us that they're escalating it with Germany, but they just never get to fix the problem. Here's the problem. It it has a squeaking sound um, on the wheels. Like as I'm driving, it makes a sound all the way. And we took it back last year. They told us that uh, they are replacing the rear brakes. Mm. They replaced the rear brakes. Now the sound came back. They're telling me that it might be the front brakes. And then I uh, took it in, they told me that they are escalating it with Germany, with the head of East South Africa first, and then they will escalate it with Germany because they cannot just change the parts as and when they wish. Mm. And uh, my problem is that the biggest issue is that this kind car, but uh, it's giving us so much problems. Mm. It's getting so unpleasant to drive it at some point because I really don't know what is the issue. I'm not a mechanic my other worry is that it will be out of warranty and mm. i will be stuck with the problem and that will mean that i will have to pay yeah.
1: whatever yeah
0: yeah with. okay please listen on the radio sorry about your problem we'll see if we can help you eric good evening
4: evening to you is true sir yes sir yes my problem is uh, i bought a land rover uh, 2010 model from Lisa Le- 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 Bank. Mm. When I bought when I bought the car, there was a squeaking noise and an oil leak. I have the car I'm a month from Limpopo. Mm. I found out uh, this vehicle has got problems. Then I called the the salesperson from uh, the dealer. Then they said no, we'll contact you. We'll take the car to the nearest branch where you are to sort of do that. The, when I checked the car the next day, I found out it's like mixing water and oil. I explained to them, they said, no, it's a, a, a coil, oil cooler. Mm. I, I I said to them, okay, it's oil cooler. Let's change the oil cooler. They said, I must bring the car back. I brought the car back. They took it with their mechanic. But it's after we fought with them. I even involved the people who financed me. Then they said the guys must uh, give the car a good service. I took the car back to the to the dealer. The car went for their mechanic. It came back doing the same thing. When it came back, I told them, now this guy is giving me a, a gearbox for it. It, it, it. It's within a week or two weeks. They said, no, the gear fault, maybe it's oil, you must do this, we'll call you, you must take it to to the dealer nearest that.
0: So where so are, are we now? This. Where are we with the matter, Eric? Uh,
4: they never sold it. The car is still standing stuck with the gearbox and the uh, oil cooler.
0: Okay, so the car is still with you, nothing has been done?
4: Since I took the car, the two guys, after I parked, they towed the car. It's almost a year. I've been trying to talk to them. Almost a year? Stopped. Yeah, it's a year. Wow. But that, the car is financed. Then okay, so you're them, still paying for this car? I stopped paying it immediately when I see I've got overhead. I mean, if I just bought a car in a month, a car of 400 and something thousand, and then the gearbox is broken, the cooler is, is broken, mm. there's a squeaking noise on the car, there's leaks. When hmm. I asked them how did the car pass from the the the, the testing, yeah. testing station, they said no, the car was fine. I said no, the car is not fine because I took the car for testing and okay. it failed. So Eric, how did it pass for you?
0: We got it. We got it. Please listen on the radio. Uh, Tebuho, good evening to you.
1: Good evening, Mr. Rams. Yes, sir. Uh, you're speaking to Tebogo from
5: Durban. Mm. Uh, I've got a repair center, um, and I'm part of the RMI. Mm. And uh, I've just got some issues where I feel that, you know, RMI is really not stepping on what they say that they are to do for workshops. I mean, there's guys that are running uh, repair centers from home, and they RMI approved, which is, I mean, it's a residential area. How do you run from home and you and are RMI approved, you know? And, uh, I feel that, you know, at, at this point, I don't even bother going to the meetings and so forth because of, I mean, we, 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 every month, you, know, there's a fee that you pay a 900 and something towards the uh, RMI. And, uh, I mean, the support that you get, I mean, I've got a fully equipped workshop. I've got staff, guys that I've recruited from, uh, technical colleges. And I'm trying to, 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 to groom those guys. I'm an ex uh, mercedes Benz uh, um, technician. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm nine years in this industry. I've been mean, running my workshop in nine years. And there's still guys out there running uh, workshops, as uh, running from home. And then you ask yourself, I mean, how, how does he get out of my running from home? And you is are, it
0: illegal, though? Uh, right. Is it Ill- illegal to run a workshop from home? Um,
1: because- I mean, if you, first of all, where do you dispense your oil? No, no,
2: you know,
0: no, I mean, no. I I, I hear that question, but you're not answering yeah. my question. Is it illegal?
5: Well, according to RMI, you are not supposed to run in the residential area.
0: But then RMI also recognizes the same people that they say should not run from but home.
5: The really same people that are running
2: from mm, home. Okay. You know,
5: okay. I, I've got nothing against it, but the the, the the thing is, they come into the workshop and then they check all the the the. Fire extinguishers and all that you've got to have your, your equipment is got to be uh CBS approved and all and so forth. Hmm. But there's the guys running out of my back door, and you ask yourself, How is it possible?
0: Okay, uh, just need, need to warn you that uh, our guest probably won't be able to speak on behalf of RMI, but uh, thank you for your question that they would even let's uh. Respond uh, to these questions and I'll come back to the next round of callers shortly. Let's start with Mutumelo oh, and the Mercedes-Benz problem.
1: Uh, I'll, I'll start with with, the, and, okay. with and then Eric and, and then Mutumelo. Look, uh, um, RMI is a reputable, uh, they have vast knowledge of the motor industry. They have lots and lots of members which are associated uh, to them. So I, I think it is best that you, actually you said you are in Devon, uh, yes they do have an office in Devon. It would be you, you know, nice if you approach their office and air your frustration with whatever problem that you have. Unfortunately we are the Ombuds, we cannot assist you on such a, a, a concern. Mm. Uh, moving over to Eric, the Land Rover oil and water leak and eventually the gearbox. Yeah, this is a big problem. Uh, Ask a dealership that sells a vehicle like this, that this vehicle, did it last for a reasonable period of time with, you know, when when you look at section 55, subsection 2ABC, it says that vehicle must be usable and durable for a reasonable period of time. Mm and that vehicle must meet the intended purpose. Now, when you look at Section 56.1, it says any defect or failure that renders that vehicle unusable, then you know you have a, you have a problem. You must then approach that particular dealership with a complaint, and if the matter reaches that lock, you can approach the motor industry ombudsman or further assistance. Mm. Yes. And uh, we could not hear a a question
0: because before before I tell you the question let's let's conclude the the issue I is it a problem though and I I think I know the answer what I'm gonna ask is it a problem that he's now stopped paying uh, his debt on the car
1: consumers must understand that when you buy a car cash is a cash transaction uh, then there is no other third party like a finance house involved. Mm. But if you do, if you do not buy a car, cash, or you know, buy it on, we have a duty to meet the obligations in terms of that finance monthly repayment of that particular loan. You see, mm. so there are two there are two separate matters. We have a product which is a car, a transaction which was between the bank. And the gentleman, Mm. so he must approach the bank and say to the bank, "Look, this is where I am with regards to my vehicle, and hence I've decided to take a drastic step not to repay my monthly uh, installment." But I I think that in itself is not right.
4: Uh, Uh, You must
1: follow proper channels, uh, uh, approach the bank, and the bank would probably. Try and, 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 and uh, you know, solicit a response from the selling dealer to ask them, guys, what are you now doing? Because we've given you cash in order for you to supply this man with the car. Yeah,
0: yeah. You okay, see? so Wittumelo's issue was a Mercedes-Benz that uh, was bought in 2017, but had a squeaky sound almost immediately after that. And the the, the, the dealer changed the, the, the rear brakes, but the problem went, went on. And now took it back and they wanted to change the front brakes, but they're now escalating the matter with Mercedes-Benz Global because they can't do more now with this vehicle. And she's not happy because uh, her warranty may be coming up. And that means now she will be liable for any repairs that may have to happen.
1: Brains brakes are safety critical items. Mm. If if any supplier of a vehicle... uh, Realize that their customer do have a brake related problem, that should be taken up seriously, and it should be repaired with immediate effect. Mm. We, we 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 don't want to end up in a situation where the lady comes back and say, "Listen, this is what happened: uh, the brakes failed, and then I, in the in the process, we lost life or something happened." Yes, so. I think this is a safety critical item. I would suggest to the lady, in terms of the South African Automotive Industry Code of Conduct, we normally advise consumers to give the dealership that sold the vehicle at least 30 working days to try and resolve that problem. Yeah, But if that problem does not get resolved within 30 days, the consumer must not waste time. She must just inform the dealer or Mercedes Benz South Africa that, listen, I am now left with no option but to approach the motor industry ombudsman
0: with my complaint. Great. Let's take more calls. Zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. Folks, we don't have much time, so please get to the question quickly. I can only take three of you and then we respond to the questions. Uh, Philip, you've been patient. Quickly mate.
2: Hello?
0: Yes, we're listening. Hi, how
2: are you?
6: We're listening. We are well. All right, uh, you're speaking to Philip. Listen, it's just a quick one. I'm actually calling on
2: behalf of my brother. He bought a car, um, a Nason NT200, uh,
6: but not directly from Nissan, but to a certain from a certain vendor. And then upon him taking it to uh, the, the first service, of which he was taking it to Nissan, he was being told that, no, they cannot repair the car because the car is a code 2. It has been involved in an accident of which it came to a surprise to him because he thought maybe the car was still, it was, when he bought it, it was at around 50, 50 miles, 50,000 case miles. So he took it back to the to the dealer and then the dealer um, printed him a proof of that that car was never involved in an accident. It was actually um, good. It was never at all been involved in an accident. Now he went back to the Tunisian to where he actually wanted to uh, service the car. They printed in the whole thing that needs to be repaired and they can only, all the damages to those things can only be happened if the car was involved in mm. an accident. So now it's a conflict between where he bought the car and a- what and
0: Nissan is. Yes.
6: Yeah. So what, what advice would you give, it to, would you, would you, would you give my brother? Please?
0: Excellent question. Thank you very much for the call, Philip. Listen on the radio, we'll come back to you shortly. Lucia, like everybody else, I don't have much time. Can we get to the yes. question?
6: Hi, uh,
2: good um, evening,
7: ben. Yeah, I'll try oh. to be quick. Mm. Uh, I bought a new BMW X1 in June last year.
2: Mm. And
7: then in November, it started to pull off the road. I took it to a dealer in Bumalanga because I bought it in Santin. And then when I took it to the dealer, they told me it might be a manufacturing error, but they tried to fix it. So when I went to collect the car, they told me the aircon is not working and it's the condenser. I need to fix it and pay something like 11 grand. I said, but how come? Because according to my knowledge, uh, it should be covered in the motor plane. So they told me it cannot be covered on the motor plane because it's an external factor. So I took it to Santin on the 2nd of Jan, And I was told the same story, but they gave me a different quotation for 15000 So my question is, if it's a brand new car, how can it not be covered for them to replace the condenser? And they're telling me it's an external factor that they cannot identify. It might be a phone. So I'm mm. driving a new car without an aircon now. So I don't know what to do.
0: Just just one quick follow-up. When you started, you saying the car was pulling off the road.
7: Yes, it was pulling towards the left. A-
0: and, and, and they say that it's aircon related?
7: No. Oh. They said to me, it might be. They're not sure. They said it might be a technical problem.
0: Have Which they solved the that we? one?
7: No, it's not solved. Still today, I'm still having the problem. So you're having that, that,
0: that veering-off problem and you now have a, an aircon that needs to be replaced and they want you to pay from your yes. pocket. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Lucia. And they're giving
7: me two, two different quotations as well.
0: Please don't move. We're going to respond shortly. And lastly, Albert, 30 seconds, please, mate.
5: Rams, uh, I said I bought this car from this one guy. Uh, he you are from Namibia and I so I bought it here in Cape Town. Now, but what happened is that after taking taking for police clearance, um, they found uh, the customs to come to have a look at the car. The customs came in have to look at the car, Rams, and what they happened is that they took the car. They say I'm going to they going to take the car to their workshop because this guy apparently wasn't supposed to sell this this car here. Remember, it was coming from Namibia, yeah. so you are supposed to, to sell this car after a year. So what happened, rents all in all, as you said, there's no time. They take my car from 2012 up until now. So I I, so they, I was given the numbers for side police station and all that, but I never got an answer. I paid $30,000. It was a um, uh, uh, second-hand car. So I lost my car. Rent. So I just wanted to know if... How can I get the money? back well, mm. they said, "What happened is that uh, this guy who sold me a car, he make a fraud with the people in the border. Then it's a customs So I said to them, "So now why don't you deal with the guy and the, and, the, and, the, and and your, and, your, and your own people? Because you make a fraud yeah, A man must get ar- arrested."
2: Mm. So I'm
5: telling all. I just want to know how can I get because I, I will never get the car again, and I'm, I'm unemployed. You understand? Okay. So now my money, at $30,000 is gone, and that man also is gone. But I've got the papers of the car and ID numbers of that car. I, okay. Albert, I gotta
0: go. I said uh, 30 seconds, I give you more than a minute. I'm gonna take one last break and we'll respond to all of them.
1: Yes, sir.
0: let's conclude uh, this uh, conversation with the uh, Lucius Boudiwe and answer the questions that we got from yes. our, all our listeners. You can start wherever you want to start. I can't tell you where to start, Yes, yes, <laughs> the, the first
1: one, the last one. Okay, <laughs> yes. Um, um, uh, The gentleman, I suspect that he may have purchased one of the uh, grey imports. Mm. I'm talking of what they call them parallel goods or grey imports, you know. Um, uh, The the, the gentleman that sold in the vehicle had the duty to actually disclose to him uh, that that vehicle is actually a grey import. Mm.
2: You
1: know, uh, disclosure of uh, reconditioned or grey market goods. That section 25 of the Act and subsection two of that Act uh, demands that. I mean, unfortunately, his complaint right now is outside the ambit of the ombuds mm. because the car Co- is now p- in the custody of the of the official.
0: But also, it a private sale. It
1: also does a private sale. But mm. if let's say if that vehicle was sold by by a a, a registered dealer, yeah. And then it gets impounded by the by the customs or by South African police services. Our jurisdiction stops right there because now it is now in the custody of the police.
0: Okay. And then uh, your namesake, Lucia, uh, Lucia. Bought, uh, she bought these BMW <laughs> and jet issues.
1: Uh, uh, Brothers, uh, every manufacturer do have a technical uh, department. They do have field technical uh, 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 officials, mm. the, the, the customer care of that particular manufacturer must take the complaint, must dispatch one of their technical uh, 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 managers to go and see that vehicle at a local uh, dealership mm. and then come up with a corrective measure. I cannot understand why they say the air conditioner condenser failed due to outside or external factors. They should be showing her photographs, or a stone, yes. or if the lady hit a fixed object, to say this is proof. Okay, okay. Yes. Uh, we,
0: yes. We'll tell her what to do shortly. Let's just yes. respond to Philip.
1: And Philip's brother must take that vehicle to a, an approved body and paint repairer, an approved panel vita mm-hmm. and get a report, back-to-back report on that vehicle. Okay. Then he would have armed himself with information enough for the ombudsman to take on this case.
0: Excellent. So how do they contact the ombudsman?
1: The ombudsman is, is, is available uh, we are available on our website. This is www.miosa.co.za. Our email address is info at miosa.miosa.co.za. And uh, our call center number, which works between Monday and Friday, uh, half past eight to half past four, is 086
0: Excellent. We are repeating all those details on our Facebook page. Tadebudebe, always wonderful right. having you
1: here.
6: I
0: have a call.